Oh, yeah. We're back! It's backdoor cover. It's Mike and Brad. It's the OGs. Hit that high horn, Brad. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Backdoor cover. Sunday. Sunday, November, whatever today's date is. Doesn't really matter. Uh... <laughs> The end of I November. Am Mike, I'm joined by Brad. It is November 28th. Look at Sunday, you. November 28th. Yeah. Mike owns a calendar. Rent is due. I, I paid ahead of time. I'm on top of my game. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's called mortgage uh, now, but yeah. You're a mortgage it's guy. Been paid. Yeah. I'm, I'm still a few months away from being a mortgage guy, but it'll happen eventually. Uh, hey, how are you, Brad? How was your Thanksgiving? Well, happy Thanksgiving, Micah. Mine was uh, fabulous, very eventful. Four days in uh, the wonderful Richardson, Texas, a suburb of Dallas. Uh, we we did you go this. to the bowling alley there? No. Is there a is there it, a great bowling alley in Richardson? They have a great bowling alley in River in uh, in Richardson. I used to go there when I lived in Dallas. Wow, I'm gonna have to request a trip there next time. We did do some interesting things. We went into Garland to have Chinese food to have dim sum. That was a unique experience, mm. which I didn't know was oh, a, yeah. there's a pocket of that in Garland, Texas. Which is uh, yes, Garland whatever. is an incredibly diverse suburb. Pretty yeah. cool, wherever yeah. it is, wherever it is. We had I lived Mexican in Dallas food, for uh, years. I have no, I, oh, I have yeah. no idea where the suburbs are. I just know, like, <laughs> you could you could name like a hundred of them. Yeah, and I couldn't locate them on a map. I can just tell you if they're north or south. But you're familiar with most of the names. Garland is north. Mm-hmm. Correct, like North Richardson. East, north. I think. I think. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Other uh, than that, I you know, did we also ate Mexican food on Wednesday? So like, I got the full gamut. And uh, have you ever oh. had, what is this place called? Actually, you know what? This is very relevant to you. The place we always go to was closed, so we went to Lupe Tortilla, your old employer. Oh, wow. Fabulous wow. fajitas there. Really good fajita. They are good. They're expensive, though. Yeah, they are expensive. We, uh, at my office at Leahy Lending, mm-hmm. uh, powered by Hometown Lenders, uh, <laughs> our our owner, our our boss of the, our branch, the head is honcho. Uh, like a... Yeah, like he thinks that Leahy, uh, that Leahy, uh, that Lupe Tortilla is the greatest food on earth. Oh, wow. And That's a so, strong endorsement. Yeah. And so whenever like title companies or insurance brokers or any of these companies that want us to refer business uh, come in and cater lunch, it's always Lupe Tortilla. That's his power move? And uh, that yeah, that's his power. I mean, that's 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 how you keep his business. You deliver him hot fajitas. Mm. And, uh, you know, our buddy Pierce... Uh, our buddy Pierce lives uh, close to a Lupe Tortilla, and uh, he tells me, like, about once a month or every other month, he's like, oh, let's just get Mexican food. We'll get Lupe Tortilla. <laughs> and they order fajitas, and he's like, it was $80 for, for two. Well, what are we doing here? <laughs> for two, he's and like, it's they a got me again. Yeah, they get yeah. Jerry time. It's like a Mexican Applebee's. But the fajitas are very good, but they're, they're priced at steakhouse pricing. Exactly. It's kind of outrageous. You know, they were doing business. Well, I'm I'm glad you had a good Lupe experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? Uh, how I'm was sure, yours? I'm sure this audience is is loving it. Yeah, this is uh, uh, all non spawn con either. This is just organic yeah, plug after an organic plug. I bet you could, you know, I bet you could eat a lot more uh, mm. Lupe tortilla if you would have had some early bird CBD gummies. Ooh, that's nice. That now, might take the edge off with uh, the family in town too. Uh, all you have to do is go to earlybirdcbd.com/bdc. Save 20% on your first order. Uh, they were, I, I had uh, some conversations with some family members Yeah, uh, over the holiday who have 
who took our advice and used the promo code yeah. into earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC and uh, made a purchase. And uh, one of my family members told me, he's like, I, I love them, mm -hmm. but I can't do them. Why? And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, you know, I was like, hmm, that's weird. He's like, because I sleep too well. <laughs> I, he, has, <laughs> he has three kids, and so he never sleeps. And, like, the only way that he can operate is he's got to be up at 4.30 so he can get on the, the exercise bike. Oh. And then he's got to wake up and take care of all the kids before they get, go off to school. He needs a solid like, eight-hour window, yeah, to pop a top. Yeah, and yeah, it's like he's got four hours worth of work to do in the morning before he goes to work. It's one of those guys. Yeah, and he's just like if I if I eat a, a, an early bird, I'm gonna sleep for. I'm gonna be. I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna ruin my whole family. Now, yep. I'm not saying that early bird is gonna ruin your family. We're not gonna say that. But it might help you but, sleep. Uh, that is a, if that you is like a to factual sleep, deal. It will help. I you mean, know, it, I I, uh, I, I pre-hyped it a little bit on uh, Thanksgiving as well. Uh, well, it was well received. I, I didn't know that I'd be going to Thanksgiving to hype uh, CBD and THC, but I did. So these are going to be some stocking stuffers for me. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be dropping some oh, yeah. of them, four, them five pack, four packs into uh, four packs. Yeah, four packs into the. Yeah, uh, if, you're, if you've got some fun friends and you want them to feel some hemp gummies that you can feel full spectrum, mm. just go to earlybirdcbd.bdc. And buy those little sample packs. They're, they come in containers of four. And they're perfect stocking stuffers. I've been Truth. seeing early bird, early bird uh, billboards all over town recently. These dudes are blowing up. They made it. I'm glad we made it with them. They brought us along for the ride. So there are people. There are boys. Yeah, they're good people. So we're happy. To that's be an awesome product. So there you go. Um, all right. So that's it. That is the Spawn Con. You know, while we're here, we might as well continue. Of course, you should listen to Mind. Oh of Micah and Micah's read of the week, the newsletter mm -hmm. uh, available in your inbox every Monday uh, around uh, lunchtime. Check it out. Last week was the Thanksgiving recipe extravaganza. Oh, so, you know, if you're cook, you know, maybe you maybe you have another Thanksgiving coming this weekend or you're getting ready for Christmas meal. Uh, a lot of those recipes work again. I'll probably bring back a Christmas meal extravaganza later mm. uh, about a month from now. How about that? Very That's nice. Micah's read of the week, the newsletter. Uh, subscribe in the description to this podcast. And of course, while we're here, Brad, what else? If you you're interested in uh, a mortgage, oh, wow, you should talk to me. Yeah. yeah. I saw that you I'm are serious. officially an officer now. I saw it on LinkedIn. There was an announcement made that Micah is officially a loan officer. So. I think I may change, I think I may change my, uh, my Twitter handle to Officer Micah. I uh, if that's available. Do you get like a, a doctorate for becoming an officer, a loan officer? Like, are you like a, um, an MD or something? Like, are you Micah, Micah Weiner LO? No. Loan officer? No, I don't think it, I don't think it really means anything. <laughs> uh, but loan officer is just a, it's a title. I, I help people with mortgages. I help people get in their dream homes. I help people buy investment properties. I help people refinance. Mm. If you need to do any of that, or if you know any family members that were talking about getting ready to buy a house over uh, Thanksgiving, please. I would appreciate it if you send them to me. Just go to MichaelWeiner.com, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R.com, or uh, we'll, we'll uh, include the link to schedule a meeting of, for a free, risk-free assessment. You can talk to me. On Are you phone. reading bullet points, or is this off the top of your head? No, we're, we're, we're you're just, just... You're just flowing? Wow, flowing right that's now. improv, baby. You owe me... Uh, I'll take $300 endorsement fee. Thank you. But okay, cool. That's good. Okay. Well, welcome. So now we are now eight minutes into the podcast. We should probably talk about sports. Uh, 
a wild, wow, wow, wild, 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 wild college football Saturday. Rivalry. Uh, rivalry weekend mm-hmm. was lit, as the kids say. Did you get to watch a good amount? I, I got to watch a lot of football. Me too. That's uh, the best part of Thanksgiving, man. Yes. Yes. Uh, we don't have to talk about, I mean, I guess we'd talk about, the, we could start on Thursday, but let's talk Saturday first. Okay. Um, and we can kind of work back. There weren't really a lot of college football games of, of major interest Thursday or Friday. Uh, Ole Miss beat Mississippi State. That was kind of the big one. Lane Kiffin is going to have just a big bag of money sitting there waiting for him uh, at some point. But let's let's run through the scores from the weekend because yesterday was the the most eventful day. There were a lot of games yesterday. I always kind of forget. Like there's a handful yeah. on Thursday. There's like one or two Thursday, and then there's like four or five on Friday. Uh, well, yeah, four or five on Friday, and then there's a million on Saturday. It's just a regular Saturday. Um, uh, starting Thursday, Old Miss beats Mississippi State 31-21. Ole Miss 10-2. and That's damn Lane good Kiffin, in the SEC. Lane Kiffin looking for his next job, or at least his next paycheck uh, somewhere. Cincinnati rolls over East Carolina on Friday. Iowa comes back to crush Nebraska's nuts. Did you see this? This was great. I, Nebraska finishes three and nine and one and eight in the Big Ten. What a disaster they are! And I, I just love it. It makes me so happy. They were up twenty-one to nine in the fourth quarter and gave up nineteen unscored mm-hmm. points. Twenty-eight twenty-one loss for Nebraska. Ouch. Yeah. If you lose the fourth quarter at home, nineteen to nothing, you're just not very good. And it makes me happy. Uh, Utah beat Colorado. I believe they are now playing for the Pac-12 championship next week. They're nine and three. NC uh, Utah is. Yeah. Yeah. NC State. Uh, ranked number 20, defeated North Carolina 34-30 in a rivalry game. North Carolina, a terrible, disappointing season, finishes 6-6. Six and six. They started the season ranked in the top 10. Yeah. Tough tough look for Mac Brown. We'll see if he comes back. He's, he looks old. <laughs> Excuse me. Allergies are killing me. San Diego State beat Boise uh, to finish 11-1. and one. Pretty impressive season for them. And... Uh, Arkansas beat Missouri 34-17. Shocker. Uh, moving on to the Saturday. The only time we're ever going to get mentioned is if we're playing somebody in the top 25. So at least we got we got the mention. That's right. We're not we're not making it too uh too over the top here. Yeah, it, it shouts to Arkansas. They, that's a pretty good football team. They've it's got good a, a pretty good program. Sam yeah. Pittman deserves some credit. Um uh, first time they've beaten Missouri uh since uh, I think it, it was in 6 years and it's their best season since 2011. So congratulations to uh to the Arkies. Mm. All right, on to Saturday. Georgia uh, rolled over Georgia Tech 45 nothing. Georgia finishes the regular season 12-0 and and looks like an absolute juggernaut. We'll see. They have a date with Alabama next week. doesn't really matter what happens for Georgia. I'm sure they're still going to stay in the top four. Um, the big game yesterday, Michigan, ranked number five, defeats Ohio State 42-27, pretty convincingly, uh, in the big house, in the snow. This game was so awesome. It was a lot closer too. The the first half finished fourteen uh thirteen. So really it was a second half uh point barrage by Michigan. They scored fourteen in third, fourteen in the fourth. So yeah, in the snow, crazy student ath- or student atmosphere, uh rushing the field, all sorts of good stuff. What, did you say it was the first time in ten years Michigan's beaten Ohio State, something like that? Oh, I don't know. I think I it's, the first, I it's the first time in a long, long time. It's definitely been a long time because it's the first time that Harbaugh has uh, beating. I mean, this is his fifth year, uh, or it maybe only his be sixth year. It has to be more, but whatever. It's either. I think he was zero five, so I think it's a six year. Let's see. Yeah, I'm looking it up too. Yeah, he's he has been there for a long time, and if he's 
never won. He's been the coach since 2015. So you're right. Nailed it on the head. But oh, actually, you know what? He this is his seventh season, but they didn't play last year because of the right because of COVID. Yeah, so six, which is crazy that he's been there seven years. Um. Anyway, it, big big shouts to uh, Michigan. I I don't know. I just sort of had a feeling all season this was going to be the year. Yeah. Um, that Michigan was going to going to do it and break through. Ohio State at times has looked incredible this season, but. Also, you know, they lost at home and uh, to they to lost Oregon, to Oregon. And now they've yeah. now they've lost this one. Uh, thankfully, we don't have to deal with Ohio State in the playoff. You know what's great this season is we do have fresh blood in college football. Even though mm-hmm. Alabama is you know knocking on the door again, we'll talk about them in a second. Um, and there, there's a real chance that they get beat by Georgia. Obviously, they're going to be an underdog in that game. And in that event, because basically the last five years it's been. Oklahoma, Alabama, mm-hmm. Clemson, and Ohio, Ohio State. State. Those yeah. those four teams have basically been the playoff every year, uh, or some variation thereof. With you know Georgia stepping in once, and you know Notre Dame being there on occasion, all that stuff. Uh, none of those four. There's a there's a real possibility that none of those four teams will be there, which is just sort of what we've been saying all season that this this college football season is a little bit drunk. Yeah, and uh, here we are. I wonder who this fourth team is going to be. I think be, Michigan's though. pretty good. I think they're pretty good too. They, I mean, that was a stumble versus Michigan State. Clearly, um, Michigan State's since lost a couple, but like that was Michigan State's Super Bowl. So once they, you know, cleared Michigan, then they. I mean, I think that that was kind of the end of their season. They were so happy. So well, they gave their coach ninety-five million dollars. So which I think is uh, worth it. Honestly, like they need to keep somebody locked down there. They got long. a they got a good win against Penn State yesterday. Actually, in a oh, they great did. snowy game. Good. They did win. So they finished. Michigan State finishes 10-2 and two on the year. Um, I'm interested to see who's the fourth it, team that, that comes out of this whole thing. I mean, I think it's going to be Cincinnati. Uh, Since unless he's Oklahoma in. State goes in. Cincinnati, ah, I mean, I don't know. I still think Oklahoma State could, could knock them out. So um, right now, the, the top four, but it hasn't adjusted since yesterday's games. Georgia, Ohio State, which Ohio State will fall out. Alabama and Cincinnati. So Georgia, Alabama, depending on the outcome of that game, one of the, uh, Alabama could feasibly fall out. The bubble teams right now are Michigan, Notre Dame, and Ohio- Oklahoma State. So I think since he's a comfortable in at the moment, unless yeah, they would have to lose a shocker. I would not be comfortable with them. If you I wouldn't. Was Cincinnati. You think they're going to get bumped? I feel. I I think they deserve to be there. I just think I wouldn't feel comfortable that they're not going to get bumped. The the way this. This committee has has treated them all season. Uh, I just I can't see an equation that it results in them getting bumped, though. Like I'm looking at this, the rankings, and like, yeah, there's just I don't know what would have to happen for this to actually work out where they well, were. If Alabama, leapfrogged. Alabama beat Georgia. Alabama's already ahead of them. Alabama. Well, they're going to fall out after this week. Bama will. Well, I don't know. That's what uh, I'm let's saying. talk about Bama. It's it's hard to even uh, well, let, imagine. Let's a get scenario. through the rest yeah. of these, and then we'll we'll look at the scenarios. Okay, uh, and then we'll look at next week. Bama uh, wins a four overtime classic. That was uh, awesome. some might call it a classic against Auburn. Uh, you know, again, th- these games are so good. Auburn melts like the down, atmosphere. Dude. Something I've felt most of this season is there just seems like there's a lot of empty seats in college football stadiums this year. And uh, not yesterday, but. Not at Auburn, not at Michigan, not at Oklahoma <laughs> State. Like those places, not at Michigan State. Those places are just absolutely packed, especially on rivalry and, uh, week. Yeah, 
Absolutely electric atmosphere. Alabama scores a late touchdown with like 20 seconds left on third and 10. They tie the game. They go to overtime. They win in four overtimes. Uh, to me, the the big uh, quick second guess is Brian Harson not going for two at the end of the first overtime. You didn't uh, like Alabama that. scores a touchdown first, and then Auburn goes in for a touchdown, and instead of going for two to win the game, they kicked an extra point. They end up losing in the fourth overtime. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just don't like it. You've if if you told Brian Harson before the game, yeah, if you're the underdog, you mean, and you've got this one shot. That's right. You've got you've got one play at the three yard line. If you can get three yards, you'll beat Alabama. Would you take that? And of course, you would say yes. I would take that scenario. You I mean the other fact and, that it goes into it is they're winning the whole game, like they are in command, and they clearly lose control of it in the fourth quarter, where Bama comes storming back, and the momentum has shifted. And so at that point, like your first, first of all, you're clearly not as good as Bama. Second of all, you've lost the momentum. Like, it's a clear situation where you have to go for two in that scenario. Like, I'm totally with you in this. Like, with that whole outline, like, if they had had the momentum going into overtime and they had, you know, continually scored throughout the fourth quarter, which they did, but... Or, no, they didn't, actually. That's what no, I was they saying. Didn't. Yeah, so you got to yeah, go no, for two. No, they didn't score in, in the fourth quarter. And you got to go for two there. And Brian Harson is known as, like, the trick play king of Boise State. Mm. The like Statue you, of Liberty you gotta guy? Have a th- yeah, you got to yeah. have something from the three-yard line that can score and win the game. That's it. Um, but he didn't, and they lose. And uh, they finish 6-6, six and six, Bama 11-1 and one, on to the SEC championship. They had already secured a spot in that game, but now mm. uh, they keep their national championship hopes alive. Uh, they lose to Auburn. That, that would not have been the case. Interesting stuff. Nonetheless, Auburn put up a good stuff. fight. Yeah. Uh, number six, Notre Dame stomped Stanford 45-14. Stanford mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. There were about 200 people in the stands there. <laughs> uh, I did I did accidentally flip on that at one point. Mistake. Oklahoma uh, gets beat by Oklahoma State in a game that absolutely was bedlam. What yeah. an insane football game this was. I mean, I don't know how much of I've watched a lot of this. I yeah, me too. I got to see a lot. I mean, there were muff punts for touchdowns. There were muff punts inside the five-yard line for the other team. Uh, this game went back and forth. There were unbelievable catches. There were near catches. It was just a bananas game. And Oklahoma State outscores Oklahoma 13 to nothing in the fourth quarter, wins the game at home, 37-13. They hold on. And 37-33. championship. Yeah. What did I say? 13. Uh, All good. You were looking at the fourth quarter. Yeah. But it's close, man. Very close. Uh, a back-and-forth game. And uh, a win in Bedlam for Oklahoma State, uh, who's ranked number seven leading into this. We'll probably get a little bit of a bump. We'll bump into to playoff contention. Uh, they face Baylor in the Big 12 championship next week. If you look at the Big 12, the new Big 12, mm-hmm. uh, whenever it will be, I don't know when they're adding and when the when a or when Texas and Oklahoma leave. But these should be the two faces uh, of the program, right? Well, right now, you've got Oklahoma State and Baylor who are playing for the conference championship. Mm-hmm. You also have BYU, who's 10-2, and two, uh, who's coming in. USF won the national championship three years ago. And then both teams in the AAC, who they're bringing in, are playing in the AAC championship. So, like, USF won of, the uh, national championship? Well, according to them. <laughs> okay. I like that but statement, anyway. though. That was a good one. You slipped that they one They have right a big banner me. on... They have a big sign on the on the stadium. 2017 uh, national champs. Anyway, uh, so the Big Twelve, 
You got that. The other, uh, this game was great, though. I mean, there's some that stadium is pretty, looks pretty cool on TV. I've I think never so been too, there, man. But. Have you ever been to um, Eskimo Joe's? You've never been to uh, no. I, I never made to, I never made it to Stillwater. Stillwater, yeah. Like, I mean, I guess you drive through it on the way to Norman. I've been to Norman a couple times, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that was one we it, missed it, out. It on. We should have gone there in college. We should have. We should have. Um, but we'll, we'll keep, I mean, I don't know how good Oklahoma state is. And you know, the, the big story coming out of this for Oklahoma is Lincoln Riley to LSU maybe. Really? But then he came. Yeah. That's been the story all Why would he do that though? I don't know. There was a private jet that was seen leaving Oklahoma, going to Baton Rouge. Uh, the LSU, uh, basketball coach, Will Wade started following Lincoln Riley on Twitter. Like there's been a lot of like weird little breadcrumbs, but after the game, Lincoln Riley came out and said, I will not be the next coach at LSU. That means nothing. But that means nothing. And and actually, it would be impossible because LSU won yesterday. We'll get to that. Coach O will not coach their bowl game. So the next coach will be an interim coach anyway. So Lincoln Riley <laughs> still could be the coach at LSU. And, and Without lying. Total lie. Yeah. Without lying. Although I, I don't think that's – it doesn't make any sense. I just, it just doesn't make any sense. I just don't I do, see why you would, yeah. I don't know why you'd leave Oklahoma for any other school. Uh, I mean, maybe Alabama or something. There is no upgrade from Oklahoma. The, guy, the guy's been in the championship all the time. It's, it's I don't weird. think I'd want the Alabama job following Saban. Like, you're not going to do better. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> all you could do is send him back into the dark ages again. Like the, there's no uphill from there. There's nowhere to go climb to. So I would not want that job in Alabama. If I was them, I would sit right on top of Oklahoma and ride that cash cow all the way to home. Yeah. Anyway, uh, staying in the Big Twelve, Baylor defeats Tech twenty-seven twenty-four. Uh, Baylor goes to ten and two. Texas Tech played pretty strong in the second half to keep this thing close, but Baylor uh, and actually Tech missed a field goal as time expired mm. uh, that would have tied it, but. Baylor holds on. They're a little shaky. They're ten and two. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll good, see. They, good they, finish they to the season for the for Baylor, championship. Though. Yeah, yeah. They, they've they've got they've figured it out. They've got a pretty. Uh, it's an impressive what they've done with that program. Agreed. How low they were not that long ago. I mean, uh, and they barely lost quickly. to TCU. They could have. They could easily be eleven and one. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. I, I, they are ten and two, and I don't see a scenario where they can make the tournament. Uh, but anyway, they, they got a chance to to get up near the top five. Mm. Uh, moving quickly through the rest of the top twenty five, Oregon defeats Oregon State in a conference uh, or not in a conference game in a rivalry game mm-hmm. that was a conference game, I guess. But ten and two, uh, Oregon sitting firmly on the outside. Michigan State beats Penn State in the snow, as I mentioned, thirty to twenty seven. This game looked awesome. Yeah, uh, Michigan State finishes at ten and two after getting beat 45 nothing last week. So at least that was a nice bounce back for them. Penn yeah. State, another uh, – dis- I mean, I won't say disappointing, but James Franklin signed another 10-year deal. Uh, and they So they're comfortable at least. I just, yeah. I mean, he's not going anywhere, but uh, – He's a great every, coach. Every jo- he gets mentioned for every big – he gets treated yeah. like he's a great coach. We don't know if he really is. I do know. His record and doesn't indicate he took Vandy, he like, up the ranks, didn't he? Isn't that where he made – Got hit, cut his yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. He, he made Vandy, you know, decent. Relevant. That's crazy in the SEC. Anyways. Well, yeah, I like him. Him and, uh, and Michigan State, both their coaches got extended for 10 years. Uh, that's, a, that's a long time. But 
They should all be thanking Jimbo Fisher. We'll continue. <laughs> uh, BYU beats USC. And, I, you know, we, we've been making fun of Texas all season, uh, who finishes 5-7. and seven. USC finishes 4-7. and seven. I wonder if they've got another game, but they're just a disaster. Indeed. And uh, the, love watching the world burn. We've heard nothing about who they're going to hire. There's been no rumbling. They've got that one more versus Cal. Just so disappointing. Okay. Yeah. Well, so they might get to five. Maybe. Uh, BYU... BYU finishes 10-2. and two. Pretty strong. Oh, it's interesting. The reason they've uh, got a game against Cal still is because the first one was postponed for whatever reason. Uh, it was like fires or something? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to go grab a tissue. Brad, you want to walk us through the rest of these games real quick? Yeah, I got you, brother. Okay, so next we've got Wisconsin losing to Minnesota. Wisconsin, 14th-ranked team in the country. Minnesota, unranked, comes in. Uh, although Minnesota was 8-4 and four in the Big Ten uh, Wisconsin also 8-4, 23-13, Minnesota prevails. That Minnesota team's pretty spicy, man. Um, also, the, the receiver out of Minnesota that plays for the Ravens now, Bateman's really interesting and fun to watch. Lots of good stuff happening in Minnesota. Uh, next on the docket, we touched on it briefly, LSU, Texas we got, A&M. Yeah, we got to get back. You, you want to go LSU. a little deeper into this? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch any Minnesota-Wisconsin, but uh, I will tell you, I watched a lot of the Aggies in LSU. Me too. Boy, did I love it. Yeah, it was basically Bama followed by Aggies LSU is what was on my TV for the most part. And then a little bit of Okie State. But yeah, this was a good game too. Uh, the Aggies with their uh, $500 million coach finished 8-4. and four, <laughs> uh, 4 and 4 Finished 5th in the SEC West. Again. They got Alabama though, uh, baby. I, they did get Bama. They beat Bama and still finished 5th in their, their division <laughs> of their conference. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Oh, God. That, it makes you want to pull I, your hair out, man. I did wake up to uh, some my tweets being sort of a mess because I tweeted at Billy Lucci, okay. who is the the founder of Texags, the message board. Okay. Uh, did, and did, he you get just like the, did he get mad at you? Oh, yeah, he got mad. He got big mad. Uh, he is just sort of like the human embodiment of everything, of the Texas A&M football program. Okay. Or their fan base, at least. He, like, entitled... Uh, full of excuses, male cheerleaders. Yeah, just weird, cult like. Mm-hmm. Um, super high on guys when things go well. Uh, super fast to make excuses. Incredibly envious of Texas and most <laughs> other schools. Like he's just perfect. And uh, after the he he was bitching about the refs. There was some some punt fumble thing that that should have gone to the Aggies that didn't. LSU wins this game and. Coach O's last game uh, in Baton Rouge. But, uh, yeah, I what tweeted at Billy a couple times, and uh, he tweeted back and said, you, sir, are an idiot. Oh. I, he also tweeted, like, congratulations to uh, – his tweet was like, congratulations to Mike Gundy hmm. after Oklahoma State won. I was like, I'm sure that Mike Gundy is going to be excited that the message board guy from Texas A&M uh, <laughs> tweeted at him, and who's also an OAN watcher. Now, I don't know for a fact that Billy Lucci watches OAN. Okay. But I, it felt like a great burn. I mean, yeah, the, I thought it was he, well-timed. He is, he is the embodiment of Texas A&M, and that is a, that's an OAN university. Unsubstantiated uh, sure. personal attacks. That's great, Micah. Good job. That's journalism. Yeah, he, best. Called me an, he called me an idiot, and I, I loved it. <laughs> so uh, shouts, to, uh, shouts to Billy and shouts to LSU, who, uh, you know, the Aggies, they're just so pathetic. In, in like their fan base, the message boards, Aggie fans want to get rid of Jimbo. They want him to go to LSU because the the chancellor who hired 
Uh, Jimbo at, at A&M is now at LSU. There's been mm. some rumbling. He coached there once before. We, hey, I'll going. take Jimbo over at Mizzou. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no. I'm taking Elijah all day. Oh, yeah? Fuck you like Jimbo. You I, like Stinky Drinky? I like him, too, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I, I hate Jimbo. I really do. Like, I mean, he's, he's a good coach, and he's done well there, sort of. Uh, although, like, I did send out some tweets last night that, you know, in his first four seasons. <laughs> You're such a troll. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I mean, in, like, in his first four seasons, he's won, uh, like, less, he's won less games than uh, Hamlin's, for, or what, what was the guy's name? Uh, oh, you're talking I about mean, the drunk that coaches for Arizona now? God, I can't believe I'm... Sumlin. Uh, close to Hamlin. Sumlin. Sumlin, not Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, through four seasons, Jimbo is 34 and 16. Sumlin was 36 and 16. Uh, but Jimbo has signed two contract extensions. And, My and brother Sumlin, says they, they, call, uh, they call Sumlin Rumlin <laughs> at uh, Arizona. It's pretty good. They must have. They must have fired him, right? Uh, I think so. Old Rumlin. I mean, they they things were not good. I think Arizona was like one like one game this season. I don't know, man. Where did that guy come from? Because he was really high up when A and M took him. Was he Houston? Is that where he came out of? He was at Houston. Yeah, had and some major successes. His first year, his first year, he had Johnny, and they won the won the Heisman, and it was all downhill. But mm. yeah, it's just hilarious. I mean, I'm not. And Jimbo, I'm sure he's a, generally a good coach. He's just such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's, I don't know if he's an asshole. He's just such an unlikable turd, in mm. my opinion. Mm. I, I, I'll go with Drinky. Uh, we'll see if we can get it turned around. We got the, we got the recruits coming in. Anyway, come, let's keep moving. Merry Flipmas. That's too much Missouri talk. Uh, Pittsburgh defeats Syracuse. No one cares. Uh, Wake Forest finishes uh, 10 and Boston two. College 41-10. to 10. Uh, Yeah. An impressive bounce back for Wake Forest after getting beat by Clemson last week. A great season for them. Uh, North Texas kicked the shit out of UTSA. UTSA was eleven and zero, and now is eleven and one. We'll see <laughs> what happens with them moving forward. North Texas forty five twenty three, big win. Um, a bit of a surprise there. Clemson kicks the shit out of South Carolina thirty wow. to nothing. Yeah, at really South did. Carolina. Yeah, they season. got a lot more talent. Uh, but yeah, South Carolina finishes six and six, uh, and then Houston. Uh, finishes eleven and one, kicking the shit out of UConn, who finishes one and eleven. Uh, mm. Pretty impressive what they've done there too. The Westlake quarterback going to Clemson. He's going to be good, man. Yeah. He's super good. There are a lot of programs in Texas that are that are high right now. Texas being very low, but <laughs> Houston eleven and one, UTSA eleven and one. Uh, the Aggies were riding high before they got whipped again, and uh, Baylor ten and two. You know, and there's some. Uh, it's been an interesting season. So that that's it. We just run through the entire college football uh, run. Let's look at next week, shall we? Let's, sh- let's, let's see what it. we have in the championship week. Uh, as I move forward here, uh, the I forgot that the Pac-12 plays their championship game on a Friday, which is funny. That's an uh, insult. That's in Las yeah. Vegas. That's, that's Oregon, rough. Utah. Uh, then Saturday, Baylor, Oklahoma State. That game at Jerry World, Oklahoma State, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, the other big ones, Georgia-Bama at 3 o'clock Central Time. Uh, Georgia, a six-point favorite to start that one, that game in Atlanta. And uh, Houston, number 24, 11-1, goes, uh, faces number four, Cincinnati, 12-0. This game at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a 10-point home favorite, which seems like a lot. That's actually pretty interesting. Uh, we'll see. 
Yeah, I'll watch that. That could be a that could be a decent win. Uh, Cincinnati's going to need that one, obviously. Uh, Michigan versus Iowa. Michigan with a chance to punch their ticket. They are 10.5-point favorites that game in Indianapolis. Uh, and then uh, do you know who's playing in the the uh, ACC championship? I wouldn't if I wasn't looking directly at it right now. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. Which Number 17 versus teams. 18. Yeah. I just don't believe that it, I wonder what the odds would have been to, it, before the season that Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest would have been your your ACC championship. I matchup. mean, Wake Forest has been the, pretty the absolute odds. basement of the ACC for the last like ten years, right? Am I thinking to, uh, for a while? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they I came, out of, they came out of nowhere. Um, Pitts and then, always uh, like then of course spicy it's bowl egg. season. I don't know if we've if we've gotten any. I forget when the bowl projections start coming. If they come next week after the championship games or some of these start popping now, but uh, we'll start watching that. That's always fun. Capital One Bowl Mania is a tab on ESPN right now. Uh, let's see. Ah, it says seven content. days, 10 hours, and 42 minutes till they matchups will be available. 12-5. Okay, so this time next next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so looking at some of the projections right now for the playoff, if th- if things happen the way that you know if, it, if they were next week, which they're yep. not, uh, you'd have Georgia versus maybe Oklahoma State as your four seed, and then Cincinnati versus Michigan, two versus three. Does that sound right to you? Do those seem like the four best teams to you? Mm, I mean, yeah, I think so. Like, go, and I'm I'm trying to open back up my standings, but that's yeah, I think that's where it would stand if if that if it was to end with what the current rankings are, top 25 AP. Um, I, I can't think well, of Well, and that's assuming, ma- that would be assuming a Georgia win over Alabama next Correct. Week. Which I think because is a Because as of right assumption. now, Alabama will stay in the top four, but they're going to fall out. Uh, the question becomes, is it Notre Dame or Oklahoma State? Well, let's just assume that Georgia beats Alabama. So your locks are Georgia, Michigan. We'll put Cincinnati in. But we'll say definitely Georgia and Michigan are your locks. So then I think you got to pick two between. Then you got to pick two between Cincinnati, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State. I'm taking Okie State and, and Cincinnati. I don't. Notre Dame has been kind of like a. They've been barely squeaking them out in in certain games. I haven't looked at their schedule recently, but I remember a couple to start the season where they were just barely getting by teams. Uh, Toledo, they won 32-29 in the second game of the season. Florida State, who stinks, we now know, 41-38. Like, the first two games of the season were really, really shaky. Uh, they have since beat the shit out of everybody they've played, basically, since it's true. UNC. And so, if you I want mean, to talk about the that. resume, if you want to talk about the resume, and I don't, because I don't think they're that good, but their only loss is to an undefeated Cincinnati team. They're 11-1 and with one loss to an undefeated team, so... You know, if you want, if you want to make the argument, that's where how you make it. Well, they're not hopping Cincinnati with that argument, but yeah, <clears throat> no. So they uh, would so jump Oakley State if that was forward. the case. Yeah, but I've got to imagine, you know, and and now now if you want to go full chaos, okay. Alabama uh, wins. We have no because uh, that makes it less chaotic. If okay. Alabama wins, then they're going to get in. Well, I think they both and Alabama not and Georgia. Out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. So if Alabama wins, so then you've got Alabama and Georgia, and then you have Michigan in for sure. And Uh, Cincy. Then it's like Cincinnati, Notre Dame. If Oklahoma State loses, you know, I just don't – I guess Notre Dame is done playing, so they don't don't have a chance to lose. They're sitting in a pretty good spot. Yeah, they're comfortable. Interesting. Well, 
Well, I do know one thing. They're not jumping Cincinnati unless Cincinnati loses because that, that's their one loss is to Cincinnati. So in that instance, it would be an Oklahoma State attempt at getting in for that last fourth spot. But pretty interesting nonetheless. I'm kind of hoping that Georgia takes care of Alabama and we can have ourselves a little bit of parity going into this four 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 team matchup, whatever, playoff. What do, what do you think? You don't want to see Bama. I hope so, too. Does anybody want to see no. that besides Alabama fans? I would imagine not. I mean, Auburn isn't good. Bama's got to win that game more convincingly, in my mind, uh, to stay where they are. They, I would drop them this week. Um, but I won't because I'm not a, not an AP voter. So, I, the thing is, like, playing voter. Yeah, playing those rivalry games, like it, it's almost just like out the window, who's the better team. It's, it's typically smash-mouth, close football, super highly exciting, whatever, which it, it was. Um, but I'm with you, man. Uh, not a good look to be go down to the wire four overtimes with a Auburn team that's not even ranked at this point. Um, interesting, nonetheless. Did you watch any? Are we done with college football? You got anything else on college yeah. football? Did you watch uh, any of uh, the match between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau? I did not. I saw I just none. highlights. Tell me what you saw? I mean, mostly just shit talking, and, and Brooks just mops Bryson. Uh, there was some stuff where like Bryson had cupcakes, Brooks Brooksy cupcakes that he handed out to the crowd to begin the game, and then Mickelson said he thought that Turd. that Brooks would get up early and then end up losing to Bryson in two and three or whatever his his exact. I'm not sure what his exact prediction was, but he had Bryson, and at the end of it, Brooks goes, "How you feeling about that uh, prediction?" Phil, after he won four and three, like whipped the shit out of Bryson, basically. Uh, some pretty. I did good see Charles Barkley said some funny things. Yeah, he said a lot Charles of funny things about that, uh, moving his ball. And he stuff. always does. Yeah, he's great about yoga too. He talked about his his yoga. Did he call it street golf? Yoga is just stretching. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. He just said yoga is just stretching. They just call it yoga so they can charge more. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Chuck's the best. His swing like, looks a lot pretty of people, good, actually. They do that in basketball too. They call it analytics, so they can give their their brother their their son in law a job. It's just called <laughs> statistics. They just call it analytics so they can pay him more. Oh uh, boy, he's one of a kind. Um, yeah, that that's probably not a good sign for the match. That the only things that showed up on my Instagram feed were Charles Barkley clips. But that's I'm probably disposed to anything that Charles Barkley says gets fed to me on Instagram. The gram like knows anything, you. So. Yeah, it knows what you're doing. That's there's probably more to that. Uh, you want to talk about some of the the pro football? Sure. Which, well, we can talk start? about the the Thursday games uh, real quick. That were all just fucking dogs. Well, I guess they weren't all dogs, but uh, the Bears Lions was a fucking dog of a game. Bears beat the Lions sixteen to fourteen. Lions go to o ten and one. Uh, Raiders beat the Cowboys in overtime, which I did go. I I watched. Uh, I don't know if you did you guys watch this in Dallas? Y'all were absolutely plugged into this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, pretty it. exciting game. And, uh, but the, the Raiders, uh, you know, led most of this game came down the field. The Cowboys with, when they don't have their top two receivers, they're, they are just not, it's a different team. They're not very dangerous. Yeah. They're I, mean, I guess you could say that for any team. I but, mean, uh, you know, Cowboys have two above average top two, you know, uh, top two options. And when they're both gone, their, their third, fourth and fifth guys are not capable uh, and so it's it was impressive enough that they got to where they are. Cowboys have now lost two out of three, I think. Um, they're still at seven and four. They're still going to win their division. Uh, but their chances of getting the one-by uh, spot in the NFC look pretty pretty uh, 
pretty tough. They got to go back to back Thursday, Thursday games. So they played Thursday, Las Vegas, and they're going to play Thursday again next week. I think they're going to sit Zeke and let Pollard just play. Let Zeke get back to up to speed. He's he's looked pretty shook up for the last couple of weeks with uh, I just injury I, stuff. I think he's I think he's done. I just don't. I th- really I don't know how much. I don't know how much rest you can give him. I just think he's washed. I I disagree wholeheartedly. I think he's just got a bum ankle or bum knee, whatever. He's he's been playing. He's tough as shit. But Pollard looks dynamic. Oh, he is tough. I just I I don't think he takes care of himself. That's possible. Uh, I think that that he's had too much, you know, too much damage on the, that body. I mean, he did carry the load for like three, four years now. So yes, uh, he's and he's he's a he's an okay back. He's an average back. I just don't. He he doesn't make the the difference maker plays that he used to make. Uh, and I don't think that giving him ten days off is going to change that. But we'll see. The Cowboys need to get him right for the playoffs if they're going to have any chance. And Amari Cooper should have gotten the fucking shot. But we'll what the talk hell? about that another time. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Buffalo got hundreds beat- of thousands of dollars on the line. Yeah, and then Buffalo beat the Saints pretty bad in New Orleans, thirty-one six. This was was an ass kicking. Yeah, Trevor uh, Simeon's not gonna. Up, yeah, with Trevor Simeon leading them as the quarterback of the Saints, like they're just how are you supposed to be competitive? Yeah, uh, it yeah. is what it is. He did not look it good. Is he got is. his ass lit right. up. We'll talk about quickly through the the big games on Sunday. Okay, uh, the important ones anyway. I know this podcast will go live around ten a.m., uh, so you have a couple hours to think about what we say because I'm sure that's important to you. Very important. Uh, Steelers five and four. Uh, five, four, and one against the Bengals, six and four in a game that's important in that division. Uh, Bengals three and a half point favorites. Cincinnati versus the, or Cincinnati, uh, Tampa Bay versus the Colts. Uh, that's seven a big and three one. Versus six and five. That's yeah. that's potentially a big one. Tampa a three point favorite in Indy. I'll be watching that one. Another one that's got some implications here: the Panthers at five and six versus the Dolphins at four and seven. These are two teams <laughs> fighting for their lives, basically. Yeah, what no, kind I mean, of implications? Laugh, but the loser of this game is basically done. Mm. The winner of this game has a chance to get back into the playoffs. Okay. This is a 17 game season now. That's so true. you can lose, you can lo- lose eight games and still be nine and eight uh, and maybe get into the playoffs. We'll see Carolina two point road favorite. I like the dolphins there. That's so do we over there. Yeah. Me, Mitch, by the way, the Mitch most- and I covered all this and have the algo picks on, uh, I think we really oh, Wednesday. So go back and listen to that. If you need picks for today. But yeah, we yeah, like well the Dolphins. We should, we should probably stop talking about this. No, thing. let's Titans let's get Patriots spots. is probably Titans Patriots is probably the premier matchup. Eight and three Titans at seven and four Pats. I don't understand this, but New England is a seven point home favorite. You should hear it seems Mitch. Like way too he many is points. So high on on New England. All of Patriots nations drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> they think the hoodies, the the resurrected, uh, whatever you want to call them, the Messiah. They have it lost seems their minds. Way Way way, way way premature. I, I think yeah. Tennessee's a better team. Uh, They're definitely I mean, New banged could up. Be though. favored as a home team, but that seems like a, a pick'em game, not a not a seven point favorite. The problem is that, that Tennessee lost to Houston last week, so that kind of throws a wrench in the whole works. Yes, that is a problem. <laughs> um, Eagles Giants is a stinker. Falcons Jags is a stinker. Jets, Jets Texans. And Texans is a stinky stinky stinker. That might be the worst game of the year. Although, didn't both those teams win last week? <laughs> I don't think the Jets did. Two uh, hot teams. Yeah, uh, two very Chargers-Broncos in a, in a fairly meaningful matchup, 6-4 and four versus 5-5. Five and five. 
the Rams and Packers. That's another big one. I'm sure that's the uh, honestly the Niners Vikings is pretty important. The Niners have looked really good as of late, even though they look like dog shit to start the season. Uh, Vikings too. Yeah, it's a fun game too. The I'm Vikings excited are pretty to see good. That one. Yeah, that's a 3:25 kick. That's another one that loser is going to be in trouble. Winner is is back in back at uh, back at a chance to make the playoffs. And then Rams Packers is and a then big boy. Brown. Uh, Browns Ravens is your Sunday night game, which is mildly interesting. Yeah, and uh, Seahawks and Washington football team Monday night, so no reason to watch football Monday. Take the week off. Yeah, you know, take your wife to dinner, mm-hmm. or something. You know, do something nice for someone other than yourself. This was a good pod, Micah. Mm-hmm. We we got some good stuff yeah. out there. Forty five minutes. Let's get out of here, Brad. You want to play out? Yeah. Let me get you that. Check out Micah's Read of the Week. Go to MicahWiner.com. Uh, check out mine and Micah. Support Brad and anything that he needs, all right? If you want to support me, go to MicahWiner.com. There you go. And until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.